0: Well, you went from comedy consultant to an actual cast member. Yeah, so how that shit kind of came about um, when we did the table read uh, for the film, uh, Reggie Miller, he he couldn't make it. The basketball player? Yeah, in the movie, yeah. So we was at the table read, me, Shaq, Kyrie, Chris Webber, Lisa Leslie. Uh, rail, but everybody was there. Uh, the president of Lionsgate, all these people, and I did uh, the particular character. The character's name is Lights. That's Reggie's character, but I did it in like a specific like character voice. And so when I read, it, everybody laughing and shit. And so they're like, Hey LeVar, man, if you see a part, you would like to let us know. I was like, <laughs> I said,
1: oh, Well, I surely will. <laughs> Yo yo yo! What up, hot breath of ours? We're back. This is your favorite host, comedian Joel Byers, and you know what time it is. Hot breath. Oh, the sound that lets you know you're home. Welcome, hot brethren and sistren. If this is your first time. Welcome aboard. The hot breath of verse. This is your weekly dose of everything comedy related, everything from insights to just funny stories. And this one has some funny stories. Uh, you know, for my guest, this is one of the few repeat guests I've done. This gentleman was number six, hot breath episode number six. We are now in the one thirties. It's incredible to not only hear the evolution of his story, but also the evolution of this podcast. How both of us is grown since then and it's this is really a nice time capsule of a chameleon who is really on the verge of taking his career to the next gear and yes that did rhyme i'm not trying to brag but it was on time <laughs> anyway i'm fine that didn't rhyme with time whatever how much did this podcast cost you a dime that's what i thought so enough of my chime this is just the intro, just to welcome you aboard, let you know what I'm all about, so I will not shout. So, anyway, let's get on with it. This is a dope podcast. I release these every Monday. If you're not subscribed, I don't know why. If you do share, please, I love you and thank you. But most of all, I hope you learn. And I have a fun little story in the uh, in the outro about something that happened after this interview, but... I just recorded the interview, so I'm still jazzed and processing what happened. So let me just get you into it immediately as well. So, that being said, there's only one thing left to do, and that is inhale a hot breath. I think I need to do with Lavar. I do a daily Walker, podcast, so yeah. I probably
0: need to just do the daily podcast and then upload that to YouTube because yeah. I'm doing two different
1: things. Dude. dude, YouTube is the second largest search engine, behind I uh, Google. I know. So if you're not on YouTube, you're kind of like... And you you were vlogging at um. At the show on Tuesday too, so like you had you had somebody out there vlogging, filming you. Uh, Kennard was.
0: Well, Canard was doing it with his phone, cause I shit, I, I gotta get used to bringing the gimbal and having the phone. Yeah. So I was just like, dude, just get a little footage, and the shit he sent me. The footage I gotta find out how I can rotate the.
1: Oh, it was what landscape versus whatever. Well, he shot other. it in landscape, yeah.
0: but it's in my phone as uh, horizontal, was vertical, I guess.
1: Gotcha. You know what I'm saying so. What's your goal with all this? Because you're churning out a lot of content.
0: Man, creating an ecosystem. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the wave, man. You can't really. You gotta build an audience, bro. Right. You know you. you like, how else are you supposed to build a goddamn audience?
1: <laughs> <laughs> just flood them with like, content. I, I mean, I
0: just want them to see me. Mm. I want people to get to know me. You know what I mean? I, you know, so I'm I'm working shit, you know?
1: Yeah, that's it's good to hear, man. Cause I d I don't know, you just kind of made a shift. And welcome back, by the way, as well. Oh, I should thanks. welcome hey you back guys, officially I'm back to the again. podcast.
0: Hot Brother and
1: LeVar Walker. Wow, in. man,
0: it's good to be here, we back dude. out here. Are these your waters? Are you selling
1: waters? Yeah, these are water. These are, this is Fontis, my man. This is dope. A lot's changed since you- um, So is this like part of your p-
0: merchandise for you on the road? Yeah, what? this
1: I, this is exclusively for Hot Breath guests right now. Oh, dope. But I collaborated with Fontas, their local spring water up in the Blue Ridge Mountains yeah. of Georgia. Yeah. Right. So they do custom labels and, like the big office water coolers and they do coffee now too. You definitely got to
0: get you some gum since this is hot breath podcast.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that or hot breath mints. Yeah. I just haven't uh I just haven't yet.
0: That's what's up, man. Put this on silent. I want to make sure I completely yeah, I'm focused on the bar Yeah, I'm about here. to I'm about to put I'm a airplane mode on my love. shit too.
1: But yeah, so that, that water's for you. Yeah, you did episode 6, man. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> and what episode are you on now? I'm in the 130s now. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. That's been a minute. Yeah. Because that, that was when
0: I did Last Comic Standing.
1: That was back when I interviewed everybody from Atlanta who was on Last Comic Standing. Wow,
0: man. That is crazy. Look at you now. You're early. Man, you look at like, you, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You See, you thought I knew you thought I was going to be late. Dude, uh-uh. man. I f- know you was like, fuck, I know
1: you're going to be about 130. <laughs> nah, man. Yeah, the first, time, the first time around we were trying to do the interview, you, you hit me up like 10 minutes after we were supposed to meet, like, oh, man, I got a flat tire. I, I did. Was like, I really
0: did. I was having problems with my
1: shit. But skin. you called me late to tell me you had a flat. Oh, it was after the tire. It time. was after God the t- <laughs> damn, dude. I was so disrespectful,
0: man. I'm sorry. Man.
1: I love how you still stuck to the story. No, I was late. <laughs> I was late. But, I'm telling you, bro. You know, I, I really did have a k- trouble with my car. My car was messing up. You know, mainly man. it just it wouldn't get out of the driveway on time. My you know bag, how cars be, man. Hey. Nah, hey. I'm sorry, bro. Nah, man, it's all good, man. I'm sorry. I was on probably some asshole shit at
0: that time. That man, was something we touched shit. on in the interview. I ain't doing this shit. I might I might have <laughs> been on some
1: dickhead shit or something, man. It was, you know. We got the bat phone. We we interviewed at my classroom last time and now we're in my classroom again. So I don't know what's the deal with the phone, but um This is where you have, teach the comedy class. This is where I teach my comedy class at. Yeah, yeah. And they all sit at the table and We'll all sit at the table and I have a PowerPoint up here. And then they'll perform in the corner. Oh wow. So they'll perform and then we'll do like a writer's room feedback on each person's set, and yeah. then we'll go into a lesson for that That's week. Don't, bro. Good shit, Joe. Hey, now. Hey, now. I'm proud of you, man. I appreciate you, man. That's what's up, bro. That's what we talked about on the last one was just trying to find a way. You got to, bro.
0: Like, you know, with me and doing this content, and I have a daily podcast that I do, so Mm -hmm. all the hot breathers out there, you can tune in and catch me every morning on the LeVar Walker show. (laughs) It's available on Stitcher, iTunes, Pocket, everywhere. You can Google it and check me out and also check my daily vlog out. what is it
1: what is it all is the daily vlog Levar walker show also the
0: daily vlog as well my youtube name is escovar 77 what kind of what i don't know that was that was like (laughs) escobar dude my channel like 10 years old bro i got like (laughs) 1700 subscribers and i'm trying to reinvent it but i think i'm gonna take my content put it on there and put it on another page Levar tv and just get them try to migrate them over yeah,
1: you might the, Escobar. Seven, or can you edit the channel name? Fuck no. Bruh. I don't know why YouTube don't let you do that. I don't know, but Escobar 77 is not I know, who people bro. are going to be booking. I know. What does Escobar mean? That was just a, a
0: name. I don't fucking know. You I'm LaVar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I used to hear Nas rapping about Escobar, you know, Pablo. <laughs> so I said, fuck it, I'm Escobar. You know what I mean? Like, but this was so long ago. This is some whack this was
1: super way back when you were getting booed and it was
0: terrible, <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't my
1: comedy name. I just, yeah. Yeah. You know, it was just some shit I threw up on YouTube at the time, you know? So what are you, what are you trying to do here? Like you, you get the podcast and you are doing a daily vlog. What's, well, your, just what's a, your strategy here? Man? I mean,
0: dude, I think like, um, uh, putting out. Con- I think content is key right now.
1: Mm, okay.
0: Um, and I think, you know, you just able to build an ecosystem. So if I go perform somewhere live, you know, or somebody, if they see me do an Instagram video, you know, they might Google me. And once they Google me, you know, they enter my world of YouTube's, IG,
1: podcast, and just a way
0: to give something to the fans, man. Just constantly giving you know what i mean
1: have you been researching like what's most effective on social media and maybe what is more of a waste of time you've been looking at um, the analytical side of the well, return?
0: well my my number one site is instagram that's where mm-hmm. i get the most traffic um but it i don't think it's hurting to do youtube and do the podcast i mean i get like 170 listeners an episode on my podcast so You know, I just started. I'm 32 episodes in. But that's every day. Every day. Yeah, that's almost just like a little radio show for you now. Pretty much. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a way to just get hands on Mm and not really sitting back waiting for the man to say, yo, you got it. You know what I mean? So it's just
1: a way to work um, consistently. I think I overthink everything. And like I'm I'm, trying to make everything perfect. like,
0: Like with me, man, fuck it. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think you should throw the shit out there. What, yeah. Like, if you, cause, because I, I noticed, like, with IG and doing, like, a lot of social media shit, I was getting paralyzed in perfection. Yeah. So when you yeah. go to think, analytics, posting at a certain time, doing all this shit, you don't, you never do. And the doing is key. Consistency mm-hmm. is key. So I just want to grow my fan base, bro, and have a demand and let the world see my talent and
1: mm. when you say consistency is key are you posting a video at a certain time every day or no like, i just I'm post
0: s- that shit whenever i feel like
1: it. just sometimes you may do I'll three a, a day sometimes you may do yeah. zero it's just whenever whatever yeah
0: i mean if it's funny you know like i just did i know i did a ti video and um that one got let me see i got like thirty-five thousand. Followers. H- yeah, yeah.
1: I saw you bringing the TI back a little bit. Yeah, I I brought saw them back.
0: They, you know, yeah. they love the TI. <laughs> Matter of fact, I did the video because all my fans was like, yo, look at TI I kept getting DM. I was like, all right, fuck it. Let me hit them with something. Right, dude. right, right. It did like 53,000 views, um, and I only got 35,800-something followers. Yeah, it
1: seems like you hit a new gear on Instagram. What did you switch up?
0: Cause I mean I'm just more consistent. Just more bro. consistent. Yeah, and okay. I, and then I'm kind of honing in, looking at my analytics of what they like me to do, which is side by sides and shit like that. Oh, and of we, course. Right. The Ti, which is an old ass bit I've been doing since I've been impersonating Ti since what two thousand five four. You know what I mean? Since Where Escobar. I, yeah. <laughs> So, like, <laughs> I've been doing this motherfucker since 04, like, when I would just do the hat and the glasses, and it was a big music cue bit, Yeah. and um, shit, I, you know, I took it from that to, you know, doing the voice and getting his inflections and just watching him, you know what I'm saying, so.
1: Yeah, that was cool to, I dissected your TI approach on the last one interview, and you went into how impersonating anyone is just about finding, like, a small trait and then exaggerating it.
0: Yeah, so when Ti talks, you, you dig that? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta hold your lip a certain way, and you gotta let the words come out real slow. You mm-hmm. dig? <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's
1: that's but it, Mister uh, Mister Tip. What happened with this drunk thing?
0: Well, you know, first of all, I want to say that I accept full responsibility for anything that uh, happens in my life, but uh, in this particular instance, this was nothing more than a small thing to a giant. <laughs> uh, I was a. Car and upheld and and, and for, for whatever reason the, the, the security guard did not believe who I said I was I am TI I'm very famous everybody knows me he knows me so I'm going to leave it at that Roll right bang. now I'm in a in a current situation with the judicial system and things of that nature and <laughs> we're going to let the laws of the land handle that <laughs>
1: Wild as the Taliban. Man, wild as the Taliban. Yeah. <laughs> so, even in just thinking of what you're trying to build here, as a comedian, we all have different ideas, but it seems like your mode right now is just create as much as possible and just I churn want to create and daily, put that daily, shit out, daily. bro.
0: I mean, where, where, where are we right now in stand up? Think about it, bro. Mm. Think about it. It's almost like with social media and with the internet, you know, you. You have tools and, and it's given us tools and leverage to build a fan base at this point. You know, I've been doing stand-up, what, 15 years, man? Yeah. And And, uh, you know, you know, I'm at the point where I want to grow my name and brand myself. And so, you know, I'm selling tickets, shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're smart. People need to come see you for a reason. They need to
1: come see you because you're funny. Everybody's funny. Everybody's funny, man. Have you seen traction, people that see you on social media come see you live? Yeah. And I've been getting
0: recognized in the mall, like at the grocery store and really? shit. People are like, oh shit. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. some people are just stare. They won't say shit. But I kind of, my wife would pick up on that shit. It's like, LaVar, them people know you. <laughs> I don't know why I don't say shit. Mm-hmm.
1: So it's, it's
0: helping, bro. And you know, you realize with all this, like your podcast, you got a fucking radio show. You took it in your hands to mm-hmm. make your own opportunity. To you know, bring these interviews to light. You know, you, you took it in your hands, and technology is giving us that power. Boom! Just like when I said, you don't need to move to LA. Remember on the last I episode, I remember when you said that. Yeah, you don't.
1: You don't have to move to you LA. Don't.
0: Think about it. Like right now, who popping? Jess, you know, Jess Lears just picked up on the on the rail show. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. She picked up from fucking social media, bro.
1: Millions of
0: followers. I'm Millions sure. of followers. And now she on national TV. She'd be on Fox in the fall. You know what I mean? She wasn't in LA living in the fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those days are kind of over with, man. Like you could, you could blow up from fucking Idaho right now. All
1: from social
0: media. Your social media, internet, however you want to do it, man. Because even with YouTube, YouTube is the largest uh, television network on earth. Mm -hmm. It's a good
1: way to look at it.
0: They bigger than Fox, ABC, NBC, and CNN combined. With over one billion people that that watch it every day or some shit like that. So
1: that's better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. You you mentioned... um you mentioned people need to see you. And then I realized that that camera angle, they could really only see you. And I wanted to make sure that they got my, oh, they my pearly see face in there. Oh, yeah. So now we out here. Because, you know, we post these on YouTube and then social media as well and LinkedIn and all that jazz. So we out here trying to make moves.
0: Is this something in front of Is something on your screen? Where? It look like something on the screen because it look like something is right right here. Hold on. Let me see. I think it's
1: I th- oh, there's a line that shows that it's level.
0: Oh, oh, okay. See that? Yeah, all right. yeah, yeah,
1: that. yeah. So that just lets you know that it's level and all that Okay. cool stuff. Nothing but the best. So in thinking of you still being based out of Atlanta and right. the, the opportunities you're finding, most recently you did this movie with yeah, Uncle Drew. Lil Rel. Yeah, You did Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew. I played a footlocker
0: manager. How'd that even all pop off? Man, I was sitting on my couch one day, um uh, because i'm not working in the pharmacy as much no more
1: oh um, you're you're taking one you're kind well, yeah, of yeah yeah yeah
0: mm-hmm. um you know it's more saturated in the pharmacy world and you know it's like i, I gotta decide so fuck it you know uh so i'm sitting on my couch he got a call from a little real like two thirty in the morning um i don't know what time that was la time but he was like yeah fam you know shibbity dobo you know how he talk? yeah fam <laughs> I'm shooting this movie, Joe, this Uncle Drew movie, and and they they need somebody to teach the players how to act like old men. So I was like, all right, shit, I love to do that shit, you know what I'm saying? So, All right, fam. So people going to hit you up. So I got an email, uh, went and had a meeting with the writer and the director. Shout out to Jay Longino and Charles Stone. Sat down, met with them. Uh went over everything and uh got a call from the executive producer the next day and they hired me initially as the comedy consultant for the film. So I helped to punch up the script, added a little oh, couple lines, nice. little funnies, hit them with some funny. Yeah. Some of the lines y'all hear in the film and some shit. I was like, yo, tell them to say that, this, that, whatever. And then that led to my little tiny part of playing uh Marty, the footlocker manager.
1: So are you on set and they do a scene and then you're like, oh, this could be funny if they added. Yeah, this. like you're before doing that.
0: we before we go to shoot or whatever, they they send me a script every day because throughout the movie, the script is getting updated literally every day. Right. Every day you get a new script. is, you know taking notes. I would like present notes and what I thought would work and you know some some things they would reject and some they would accept and you know we just kept it moving. So mm-hmm. I got to collaborate and be on set and see all the hard work that it takes uh, to shoot a film. And it's a lot of patience. It's a lot of sitting and waiting, you know?
1: Hurry up and wait. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of term. that shit. It's yeah. a lot
0: of that shit. But this is a studio movie, and they really fed us. The food was fucking amazing, bro. <laughs> it was food every fucking day, like morning to night, just tents of food, like steaks and- yep. All kind of just wonderful cuisine, like it was. It was Real great. food, I, I not crap service. I chips. was damn near two hundred pounds by the end of that movie, man. Just from that, I was eating that shit, man. Cause <laughs> you get bored. Like if you sit on set, bored, you just go eat. Right. Cause it's laid out, man. Yeah, yeah. So I had I lost weight. Now I'm down to like one seventy eight, but I was like one ninety six. I picked up.
1: Oh, what'd you cut out?
0: Um, cut back on a lot of sugar drinks. Um, start counting my calories. And that shit, you know, just fell off. Yeah. I'm pumping up a little bit. Pumping I think I'm, up. Yeah, I think I'm going back up in my way just a tad bit because I've been drinking liquor and shit and just chilling. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But I got to watch it. I'm going to get back on it. You know what I mean? Because my thighs and shit, I was getting the hips. I had a fat ass.
1: <laughs> Did you say Kevin Hart, like, squeezed yeah, your belly one yeah, time? Yeah,
0: yeah. He squeezed my belly. He said, Var, Var, look, Var, this is disgusting, Var. Look, no, no he. Like, he squeezed my shit and looked look me in my eye. Like, Var, what is, what is this, Var? It's disgusting. You you disgust me, Var. Like I'm like, fuck, I got to tighten this shit up. So I got on the scale. I'm like, fuck this. My thighs were starting to rub. Yeah. And it's not like I'm sloppy. Like, you know what I'm saying? I guess I could hold my weight cool, but it was like, yo, I got I to gotta tighten this shit up. I got a son, man. I don't want to have a heart attack out here, no shit. Yeah, has
1: having a kid totally, like, changed your drive and work ethic and all that? Yeah, because now, you know, especially with stand-up,
0: I don't want to, even though it would be very easy for me to quit, what message would I be telling my son? Mm. Give up on your dreams. So it's like, I have to make this. I will make this shit happen. Mm -hmm. I will. Like, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Are you clear on where you want to end up? Yes. Where do you want to end up? Uh, the greatest comedian of all time. Word. Yeah, selling out stadiums, touring, movies, all that shit. Hmm. Yes, that's where I want to end.
1: The greatest comedian of all, of time? all time. Wow. Yeah. That's Hollywood calling right now. I hear him. <laughs> <laughs> shit. So what's cool? Let's let's go back to Uncle Drew a little bit because it's crazy. You. You get a call in the middle of the night. Hey, you may be in the whoop-de-whoop, whatever L'Oreal impression you did yeah. that I can't do because it'll yeah. be racist Stupid but Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> TSA. Yeah. So, he calls you and then you're in a meeting with like the producer and the director. Yeah. Like the next, like pretty much. Yeah, next day. The next day. Yeah. What is What goes down in that meeting? What do they say to you? What is the. Uh, dude, we ate. We had a good dinner at the,
0: uh, what was it? The Buckhead Diner. Um, I think they just feel you out. You know what I mean? Right, they just right, right. see if they even want to work with you. So that night that I got the script, so you know, I wrote a whole bunch of notes, all that shit, or what I think. I had a whole thing. So I'm in there, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we got the vibe and they like my energy and that, you know. I guess I landed the job. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, you went from comedy consultant to an actual cast member. Yeah. So how that shit
0: kind of came about um, when we did the table read uh, for the film, uh, Reggie Miller, he, he couldn't make it. The basketball player? Yeah. In the end of movie, yeah. So we was at the table read. me, Shaq, Kyrie, Chris Webber, Lisa Leslie, uh rail was tiffany no tiffany haddish no she wasn't there that day but everybody was there uh the president of Lionsgate, gate all these people and i did uh the particular character character's name is lights that's reggie's character but i did it in like a specific like character voice and so when i read everybody laughing and shit and so they like Hey, LaVar, man, if you see a part, you would like, let us know. I was what? like, I said, oh, well, I surely will. <laughs> I surely will. Because they was like, shit, could he play lights? But I'm I'm too short. I'm not a hooper. You know what I mean? Oh. So, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, then that so was that. Just
1: because you were funny in the room, they booked you a part. Pretty much. Just being talented. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah, it was... Surreal because I was like, Man, they bullshit. I was like, Are they serious? So I was like, When they bought it to me, I was like, Man, I would love to, um, you know, audition or whatever, you know, for a yeah. role. You know, oh, LaFar, we're not gonna make you audition, man. I got you. Like, really? I was like, Fuck, man. Like, you know what I mean? So I read the script. I was like, Yo, I think this would be perfect. This this footlocker manager that I'm playing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, what was
1: the, I know like Shaq likes to clown around a lot, and you've you've been on his tour and yeah, like you've yeah. done a bunch of roasting sessions. What was yeah. it like working with all those NBA players?
0: It was cool, man. I roasted the shit out of all of them. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? We talked shit. <laughs> it was cool, dog. Like you know, uh, set on set with Kyrie, um, and I got to know Kyrie, and I just from talking to him and feeling his energy. Uh, When we found out he was going to Boston, because we found that shit out during the film. Whoa. You know what I mean? I knew Boston would go far. I mean, because for him to be young like that, he's 25, man. He's so level-headed and so mature on the inside. And it's crazy because he's playing Uncle Drew, this 80-year-old man. He is really Uncle Drew on the inside,
1: bro. Interesting.
0: That motherfucker's Uncle Drew on the inside. Like, he's a, he's like really like an old wise man, dog. Like, Mm -hmm. because I mean, if I'm 25 and I'm fucking Kyrie Irving, yo, 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 my 30 for 30 is going to be crazy. Like, I'm going to (laughs) go fucking crazy. I'm going to go crazy. That's a lot of power. That's a lot of fucking power. You got all this money. You're famous. You're the number one guard. You know, the cold ass guard in the NBA. You're gonna lose your shit. Most guys are gonna lose their shit, man. You know what I'm saying? But this guy, he a champion, bro. He's a champion. And to see the Celtics, and I tweeted, people called me fucking crazy. Hmm. And matter of fact, I put it on my Instagram, and everybody, because cause I'm, a, I'm gonna be honest, I'm not a huge like mm. basketball guru where I know all of, but I just had a feeling the Celtics would go far. So. On January 21st, I wrote at 12.53 a.m., this is what I wrote. The Celtics will beat Cleveland and win the Eastern Conference Finals. Remember what you heard at first. I tweeted that shit. Everybody cussed me out, said I was (laughs) fucking insane. (laughs) Now, look, 2-0, baby. And they don't even have Kyrie or Hayward.
1: She was just a lucky guess.
0: Man, I just had a feeling, bro. I just just felt like— you know I, I figured Kyrie would take him, but it, it just worked out I guess you know what I'm saying
1: what did you learn specifically from him like he's wise did he have any specific I mean it's just insights? His level, it's
0: just his level of focus yeah, you know what I mean just um Kobe is his mentor it's just his level of focus and um you know we talked about him leaving uh, you know leaving Cleveland. Cause he wanted, you know, be his own man and create his own kingdom, and it was just commendable, bro. Cause you think about the league now, everybody wanna be on this fucking star. This the super team. Everybody now. wanna be on the on the fucking super team and yep. not really build they shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, I love this dude, man. You know what I mean? Cause that's a '90s kind of, you know what I mean? Jordan stayed with the fucking Bulls.
1: Right, you had Jordan. right,
0: right. You had Magic. You had Bird. You know what I mean? All these people, the franchise players. If you didn't. It wasn't fucking Jordan, Magic, and Bird on one fucking team. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's kind of whack. You know what I'm saying?
1: But, but the, the movie you did is kind of a superstar team yeah, as is, well, bro. man. Like Lil Rel, Tiffany Haddish, Nick Kroll, yeah. you, LeVar Walker. Mike Epps. Mike Epps? <laughs> no. Yeah, <laughs> no, Mike not. Epps in
0: the movie. <laughs> Yeah, we good, man. We made- We good yeah, now? We good. What happened? We talked, man. We just talked and uh, <laughs> we cool, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we good. We good, man. We we spoke on it and shit. After that, we, you know, it's whatever.
1: Was this the first time you had seen him since the- Yeah, uh, man. What? Was on set?
0: Yeah, yeah it was on set. <laughs>
1: Yeah. last time I saw you you had me laid out on the Ferrari what, what's yeah, up man? man is that what yeah, you man. How, I mean it was what happened
0: man you know it was quiet the first day <laughs> but then the <laughs> next day that nigga was like what up man and, and I looked and stared i like what's up man and we talked about it and I said look man I, you know I told him I said listen I'm a fan you, you know what I mean and as far as the joke, cause, because he said, "Listen, I it wasn't my intentions for you to get beat up," and the, <laughs> and the motherfuckers jumped me and all that shit, but it was cool, whatever. Um, so we we talked, and uh, he was just I said, "Look, you know, as far as the joke is concerned, I'm just doing jokes, bro. I'm a comedian. You know what I'm saying?" and um, you know, he was like, my bad, you know, whatever. whatever. <laughs> my bad for beating you up. I mean, and I'm going to say this. You know what I'm saying? He didn't, he didn't hit me. All right? right,
1: right, right. His people
0: did. But all I saw was that motherfucker. That, that's it. So I'm right. going to the police. I'm telling on you, sir. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Like, I'm going to keep it a buck. So he told me it wasn't his intentions for that to happen. I accept it. Fuck it. I'm moving on. I'm not going to harbor hate, no ill will. We good. Me and that man dapped. You know what I'm saying? We talked about the Richard Pryor movie shit. Oh, yeah. We good. So that's it. Shout out to him. You know what I'm saying?
1: How long was the conversation?
0: Man, we talked for a minute. We was on fucking set.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm
0: saying? Like, we was on set, bro. So, yeah, it wasn't nothing, you
1: know. Who, Who initiated it?
0: No, oh, he, he he came approach. and approached me. Cause okay. we didn't we didn't speak the first day.
1: You just saw each other and you're like, Yeah, oh, I was like, I'm standing the, the fuck out the
0: way. I don't want, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want no smoke. I'm just here to work, baby. I'm right, to right, get right. my check and assist on the film. That's all I'm here to do.
1: Yeah, I'm just the consultant. I'm
0: the consultant, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, the second day, man, he had kind of looked at me and I looked away. I was like, oh shit. And... <laughs> And then I was walking outside, and he was like, um, all I heard was, hey, LeVar, man, you a writer? And I looked, I said, what up, Mike, man, what's happening? And he looked, and we just talked, man, it was good. It was good. It was bigger him, you know what I'm saying, to, you know, fuck with me or whatever, and we good. So I'm just glad that was able to come full circle, mm. and I could let any ill will the negative feelings that i had go you know what i mean and um you know a lot of comedians that were hating during that time as you remember oh yeah a lot of them said things like man all he gone because i read the facebook posts that a lot of them had you know i, I had like during that time in 2014 i had shut my facebook down but i could still see what people were saying and you know it's crazy because a lot of them were like oh he first it was a snitch i was a snitch labeled a snitch because i called the police and for getting course, beat up right that's right what i'm gonna
1: do okay yeah.
0: I'm not a street nigga. I don't sell dope, nothing. So I'm You are from the streets though. Don't I mean, southside Chicago. Southside Chicago, but I, I, I you know, I was in that shit, but I had mom and dad. I went to college. You know what I mean? Right. So I was a snitch. <laughs> um another one I got, I will never get, oh, he ain't gonna never make it now. Oh, he'll be remembered as a dude that got his ass whooped by Mike Epps. That was Ooh. another one.
1: You um, remember who said these things too? Oh, I remember, but I'm not
0: going to give them any light. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? And, you know, I'm behind the curtain, so it, it might get rough for them, but they'll never know why. <laughs> That's crazy, right? <laughs> but listen, so, <laughs> you know, I read all that, and the way God works, and God is a, I'm going to use my passive voice, God is such a mighty God that y'all can check me out in my first movie with uh, with Mike.
1: Let him use you. Let him use you. And
0: a lot of times, comics, you know, when things happen to us, you know, especially when you, you know, if you some shit go down with a comedian that's bigger or some type of celebrity or some shit, you know, and y'all want to go kissing ass and thinking you are gonna get on tour with a motherfucker because you turned on your brother. Learn from this. Mm. Just now, look.
1: <laughs> I
0: don't know. Like I don't know. Maybe y'all are getting the movie with him. I doubt it, but it is what it is. So,
1: congratulations! I did not know you guys had we reconciled. Good, see, the, you
0: know, we it was on comedy hype.
1: No, we I didn't said, see yeah, that. Good, man. No, wow, we good. Man. You just never know. You think I'm about to be in this cool movie, and then you ended up yeah getting a uh, full circle. Full circle. You ain't got no haters. You ain't popping popping though. That's right. But
0: that was a dark time, bro.
1: You got low.
0: No, I got low. I, I was hurt. I was distraught, and <laughs> the mental, more than anything, hurt way more than the physical because I didn't know what I could trust. I'm like, I'm doing good, you know. What I mean? Yeah. My shit was popping, you know. what I mean, I was torn with the plastic cup boys and the Shack All Star comedy shit, and you know, I one a lot. You know, I was just doing so much shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it kind of slowed me down a little bit i had to take a step back you know what i mean but i think it just exposed like a lot of snakes number one and it also it it kind of showed me how to uh be in the game and move a little differently Mm. you know what i'm saying how so just being more strategic and um just knowing that so, I mean, people got feelings, and I, you know, I my tongue is very powerful. So even with the joke, with, with Mike, and you know, we talked about it, and he told me why he was upset or whatever. At that time, he said he was going through some shit, and um, you know, just knowing how powerful I am in my words and <laughs> how great I am. That's <laughs> like I have to.
1: Tell us more. I'm like Spider Man, bro. Word.
0: Yeah, with great power comes great responsibility. So I just have to be more mindful, and I just I need to move different. You know what I'm saying?
1: What is your greatest power? Roasting. Roasting.
0: Roasting and fucking imitating people and mimicking people. Yeah, and those glasses? And and in using that, it can hurt people,
1: bro. Yeah, I know. It can
0: hurt their feelings.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to make fun of your glasses there. I'm sorry. What's wrong with my glasses? Nothing. You you not feel No, you just said you're king of roasting. And I was like, in those glasses? You can roast you just, me, I mean. Nah, I'm not. We don't need that. <laughs> we'll do it for a check. I'm done roasting for pro nah, bono. I, I
0: haven't been roasting, man. I do not like. Haven't I haven't been doing this shit lately. I lo- yeah, I noticed that roasting, like, and I don't know if I said this on the last bucket, you know guys want to come out of a bag on you if you say some silly shit. <laughs> like, I forgot I just talked about your shirt. And this nigga, like, oh... Fuck you, man. You think you the shit, dog? Like, oh, oh. like, Nigga, I just said your shirt, bro. Like, where is this coming from?
1: So, you know what I mean? People are sensitive, man. Yeah, man. So what else did you learn from... Because we kind of just... I wanted to get into the movie side of it because you're on this big feature film. You're with Lil Rel. You're working with Tiffany Haddish. Like, what are Black. some... You mentioned that gave you a perspective on like the hard work that goes into a movie. Like what are specific things you learned from even being around this level of really success? Who
0: Are you just talking about specifically being on uh, on a shoot or on a film?
1: It could what? just be like being around these people. You can sometimes pick up on their habits or certain professionalism. As far as and, like
0: Rel and Tiffany
1: are concerned? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just,
0: As far as Rel and Tiffany is concerned, it's their time, right I mean they put the work in, and the uh they're bearing uh the fruits of their labor, mm. you know what I'm saying yeah there's nobody that can block that, and uh it's commendable you know to see them shining. And, and it inspired me, it inspired the fuck out of me, you know, being around that shit i I said, dude, it was surreal because I talked to real back like in 2011, it was 2011, 2012. Because <clears throat> really, quit jokes and notes. He used to host comedy club in
1: Chicago. In Chicago, yeah.
0: So I called him, I said, yo. I said, why you quit? Man, it's time, Joe, I'm about to be a star, fam. I said, word? He said, yeah, Joe, I'm about to be a fucking star. Fuck that shit, Joe. It's like, all right. You know what I'm saying? All right, fam, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> <laughs> to see, you know, from that to now is just a test a testimony of, you know, your beliefs, your words and your mm-hmm. thoughts, man, are just fucking powerful. And it's amazing uh to see his transition. This motherfucker's a superstar now.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, industry wide, like it's it's amazing. You know what I'm saying? So it just charged me up. I'm I could I couldn't be more happy for the both of them, bro.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People who got it the right way, or, like, the right, the long way, Right, you and could even, say. And
0: even, you know, with the Mike situation, you know, even before Real was really popping, you know, he had spoke out about that shit on Twitter.
1: Spoke out about what?
0: About how wrong that shit was. You know, when a lot of motherfuckers oh. were scared, I mean, because this is my real friend. it's my friend. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he spoke up, and he was voiceful about that shit. Like, it's some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So... Um he, he's my friend, man. So I'm happy for him, bro. And for him to throw me that opportunity was was commendable.
1: Yeah, at 2 in the morning, like yeah, bro. That's like, this job. A, never lot of, a lot of
0: people don't you know how you know how comedy is. A lot of comedians don't want to reach back a lot of times and mm. throw somebody the ball like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, it would have been he it would have been none of him to be like I nah, fucked that shit and just had me on set looking around, looking crazy to see all of it, but he gave me a job. You yeah. know what I mean? So, damn, I can't do nothing but applaud him. You know what I mean?
1: Is that part of your strategy right now in that you're generating as much content as possible because Dude, when because that pops... I, because
0: I think that well, I've been kind of you know, documenting doing my videos and being consistent and shit, but yeah, you know, mm-hmm. the the... Special is coming out on Kevin's Network in June. And then the okay. movie drops June 29th. So, you know, right now, bits of my special is playing on Sirius XM radio. Um so you just, you know, with that shit going anywhere, people they look, they they like you, or they hear some shit they like, they Google and they see who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a way to introduce yourself. To your fans, right? You know what I'm saying? Other people. So I really, you know, like you were saying, like how you try to analyze things. You know, I think people just want to see you. Like I don't, I don't necessarily know. Like th- they just want to see you talk to them. You know what I mean? In every video, I, I get it. Some of my videos are shit. Oh, so what? Do another.
1: Because it's like you almost see what is trending, and then you just talking to the camera about it, and right. then it pops.
0: Some do, That's some the formula, don't. I guess. Mean, yeah, some do and some don't. Yeah. Some of the shit ain't nothing. You know, I might throw one out. Just like doing stand-up. Every joke, right. you don't hit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You just keep going. You know what I'm saying? So. All right.
1: Well, all right then. But yeah.
0: Um, and then, too, let me see. Yeah, with Tiffany, man, her rise is fucking crazy, man. Like, being there, I'm like, God damn, you motherfuckers superstars, man. Yeah, yeah. Because it was so crazy the night I got attacked or beat up. I hugged Tiffany right before I walked out there and that shit happened.
1: Oh, she was at Uptown when that yeah, went on? Yeah, she off? was at Uptown. Wow, sounds like they were all, you probably thought it was a reunion. You're like, oh, man, am I going to get jumped again? <laughs> is that why Mike is on set? Is this true? <laughs> like, shows? it was
0: like, damn, that was crazy. Because wow. I hugged her, walked outside, bleep, bleep. Yeah, bro.
1: She may have been in on it. You know, nah. the kiss of death. Nah. <laughs> It
0: was just that, one of them things. <laughs> yeah.
1: Where, Man. Know. So working with her now, are there, are there specific, are there specific traits of these people you've worked with? Like you being around people at a higher level, are there specific uh, traits I they have that others
0: feel is a work ethic and mm. a belief system. Okay. And you have to know you a star and you have to be a star now. It walk and talk it and 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 let the world know, like I'm I'm here. I'm famous now. You just don't know it. The world don't know
1: it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: And I've seen that in certain traits, even the other comics, even outside of that, who are, who have ascended. That has been the common denominator. It's a belief, bro. That shit. It's a belief, man. As corny as this shit sounds, it's the truth. That is the common denominator I see in all of them, bro. They just very sure of themselves, no self-doubt. It's a belief.
1: And even to fortify that belief, do you do like visualization or journaling or do you do anything to kind of nurture that? Or is it all just within, you just think it all the time?
0: I think you got to think it, bro. Because you got to think it and you got to watch what you speak because – you know the things that you speak and the things that you say when you say it repeatedly it goes into subconscious thought and once you get into the subconscious you don't believe it anymore
1: you look, dig what i'm saying because i've heard some people will like the first thing they do in the morning because i'll look at the habits of even like not even just people in the comedy or entertainment but like ceos and real just really high level people across the board in the world and a lot of their morning ritual is well, one exercise seems to be a common denominator. But then also some sort of appreciation. They take like time to journal about what they're appreciative for, or what's going well, or what they want to happen. And they kind of like you said, repeating it. They'll almost say it out loud. Some people will, like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna make this amount of money by this time." I'm gonna, and they'll just like repeat it or write it and just and focus on that shit. Yeah, because I mean.
0: W- People, you know, whether people believe in what I'm saying or not, you know, most people, you know, you tend to worry, you tend to panic, and you focus on lack.
1: I'm or, doing that right now. What you fucking yeah. don't have. Yeah.
0: And you bring it right on into, <laughs> you bring it right on into for <laughs> Like you focus it on the fucking problem when you can focus on greatness, man.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? it's a choice it's like you gotta be aware one of what you're thinking about and then how to shift it like i go through but but i mean we all human don't get me
0: twisted i'm not no motherfucker just oh like i i'm up and down with this shit but i have to fight to you know get myself back you know and taming my mind and molding my mind and dealing with the unknown because i think that's the biggest thing with doing stand-up or doing entertainment is there's so many variables and we deal with so much of the unknown.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's so easy to, to, to get down, but you just have to stay the course. So it's almost like navigating a ship in murky waters. <laughs> you know what I mean? You see the lighthouse. You got to keep your eyes on that goddamn lighthouse. You go looking at that water and them sharks and shit. It's a wrap.
1: Just Now you ain't even
0: steering the motherfucker. no more.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So... Yeah, bro. Okay. That's where I'm at with this shit right now, man. So we will keep working. And I believe, like, and I tell you any comic this shit, man, listen, it's no reason you you gotta use this. You got to use this shit, man. You have to, you have to put something out to the world and create something. And don't be so hard on yourself. Just put the shit out. Whether it get one one view. It takes one view to get to a million motherfucking views and either way.
1: Just one share so I think, can pop yeah, it off. Yeah, I think
0: we, we should stop being so hard on ourselves and just put the shit out, man. Just get it out.
1: Mm-hmm. Get it out.
0: You know what I mean? Like, that's the main thing because you're gonna get depressed if you sit up and you, fuck, ah, then you don't do shit, now you more depressed. Because you didn't do shit, you took no action. <laughs> yeah. And you know, with a lot of comics, we tend to only work at night. Fuck! What you doing in the morning? Yep. What are you doing for eight to for fucking fourteen hours? You know what I mean? Eight AM to ten at night. You go out at night. What are you doing?
1: It's a lot of comics. It's called show business, and the show is a job, and the business is a job. This shit is the business, bro. The phone is the business.
0: Yeah, man. Because you you getting impressions. You getting people to know you. Right. So, like, you know, if I look at my analytics on my IG, um, damn, the, I don't know if y'all got Wi-Fi in here or what, but it's not pulling up.
1: Yeah, there is Wi-Fi.
0: But um, I want to just go over my analytics. But for instance, like, <clears throat> if you look at your impressions or your reach, you know, in seven days, you know what I'm saying, I might have reached 450,000 people. You dig what I'm saying? Like, I'm just keeping it real. Yeah, no, off of 35,000 video does 50-something thousand views, bro, that's 50,000 motherfuckers. Who the fuck is this? Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? So it's it's important. Yeah. And, you know, every video won't do that, but just the doing every day consistently, you you know, you showing up, and that's the key.
1: You post every single day.
0: Every goddamn day. I'm going to leave in post. Word. YouTube too. And y'all make sure y'all check out my podcast, the LeVar Walker Show. Uh every day I do a daily podcast. Check it out. Yeah, let them know. Point at him Let them know. Hey, check me out. Oh, I gotta look dead in the camera. Check me out. LeVar Walker Daily Podcast Boom. Show. Come on over. Check me out.
1: Well, I appreciate you doing this, man. This is This was great. You were
0: like the best interviewer, bro.
1: You think so? Oh, and last time. You, uh, you made fun of me for having notes. Look, no notes now.
0: You good, bro. You, we, but we out you, here. you
1: consistent. Yeah, every week, like you, every Monday. F- like
0: think about it when you first started, you probably look at your, listen to your old podcast, they would probably, you shitted it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but with that consistency, you, you getting better. Yeah. It's just like, we stand up. You know what I mean? Fucking times I got yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> You know you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like me too, fell yeah. on my fucking face. But now, fuck what? Come on, man, forty-five man, I'm gonna kill that shit. <laughs> Theater, whatever. Like that's that's my like. I'm just doing all this shit just to get people to have some interest to come see me. Right. Whereas before, at the time we were coming up back in two thousand, early two thousand nineties, it was a surprise to see a comic. Like people would be like, uh, they would come out like. It, co- comedy was scary. Like, who is this guy? What are he gonna do? You know what I mean? And then you kill him. Oh, this motherfucker was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. It was a huge element of surprise. surprise. Whereas now, with so many motherfuckers on this social media and shit, they know who they want to see. They don't even give a fuck.
1: And they know what they're gonna get. Right.
0: You know what I mean, even if you, you could probably come out and still wow a crowd, but how are you leaving an impact? You know what I mean? So now, at least now, if I go pop up and on a show and people don't know me, I hit them. That guy was funny. They might remember my name. Small percentage of them but And then what they do? Get on the phone, and I'm right there. Yeah. Here I am. Every day. I'm on Instagram. I don't know, he got a podcast. He the a, a podcast. He got all that shit. He's, I'm in this shit to win, man.
1: I feel you, man. That's why I wanted to interview you now because in June you have. You have the movie coming out, and you also have the LOL Network Kevin Hart special coming out. So it's like you're you're about to. It seems like you're about to hit another gear here. Yes. And you're doing the prep work now.
0: Putting it down. I've been doing this shit all year. Mm -hmm. So this is not like I just start, but like probably like in November, I kept you know putting that, putting that, putting that. You know what I mean? So
1: you just saw gradual growth.
0: Saw some growth, yeah.
1: And you, when you look at your analytics, you're like, okay, well, this video jumped off. Okay, let I me mean, just do more like that. And then you just started, you followed your analytics to what was working and then just kept doing what was working and got rid of the other. Well, I
0: wasn't following the analytics at first, but I'm like, you know what, fuck this. Let me stick to kind of, you know, what they like.
1: What they like. Right. And it's the split screen talking, yeah, which is almost like, like a template. For
0: me. On Instagram. I mean, for me, at least. I mean, I yeah. know more people are doing it, but. Shit, I've been doing it for a minute, and I just try to stick. Are you doing videos on there? You not
1: not really. It? I went through a little phase, but now I'm shifting my energy towards the podcast more. Really? Yeah, like I've.
0: Uh, I mean, with this digital medium and this visual, you, know, you should win.
1: Bro. Yeah, like the, the podcasting is booming right now, and I feel like I've put in enough groundwork. That's really good. But Brad when you look, oh, won't he do it? Yeah, how
0: how much was it? How many listeners did you had the very first episode?
1: Oh my gosh, I don't even. I honestly don't even remember. I can't even. I really can't even remember. I mean, I remember seeing it like in the fifties, and like, oh yeah, we're in the fifties. That's dope. Like, man. so the growth has been gradual, but it's been like you said, steady, and I've been posting consistently, which I think helps. And now me just adding a new dimension of the video, but then also just trying to, I just, podcasting is a, it's a very interesting medium right now that a lot of people are trying to get into. So I feel like if I can just stay one step ahead of like the new people and like not get caught up in that wave, but then keep doing what I'm doing and get in front of the right people. I think the product is quality. It's just missing the the numbers right now that you can really convert into not only fans, but also, ads as well in the long run people wanting to pay to listen
0: yeah i think with your ig uh with, with this youtube bro it's just a matter of time
1: yeah
0: yeah you're gonna get some huge comic to come in here and uh shit gonna go crazy
1: well i appreciate you man no it's gonna
0: go crazy i, I feel it man oh. Just like i knew the sales is going, i know it it's gonna you're gonna be out of here bro
1: is it this year I don't know what do you necessarily feel? what year, but uh, okay. I, I feel
0: it. I don't know. I mean, but I know it's coming. Okay. But I feel that. I do.
1: I appreciate that. Yeah, this is even one of those days where like, I've been having a lot of positive momentum. And then today I was just like, ugh, uh, like, you know, the, the highs and lows, I was just having kind of a rainy day. So you're like, saying well,
0: you saying that really. You working out consistently these days, you got a shitty workout, but the whole key is to get back
1: up and do it again. Yeah. Consistency. That's the key. Preach.
0: That's it. Consistency, bro.
1: Well, um this has been another consistently good podcast, dude. I appreciate your time in doing this. Yo, this was
0: amazing.
1: And showing up early. I I don't I I don't even know who I'm sitting with anymore. It's like oh, you're wow. a professional now.
0: <laughs> Thank you, man. You, you know, working I'm, out
1: putting, with, <laughs>
0: I'm putting a lot into this shit now, so, you know, I got a lot on the line, baby. So, I got to be more professional,
1: shit. Uh, time is a big one. That's a big X factor that a lot of people overlook. So I appreciate time. it. Time, respecting people's time. time. Yeah. Like, like you said, um, like being on set is like a lot of hurry up and waiting. Like we need you on set at seven and then you don't film anything till two in the afternoon yes, and you're like, bro. bruh.
0: Six, Six? 5 a.m. Like, especially, you know, with the players on the, like, cause they had to sit in heavy prosthetics, you know, to put all that old Ooh, man makeup and shit yeah. on. So they would have to get there maybe at Like Kyrie had to sit in five hours of goddamn makeup.
1: Every time?
0: Yeah, bro. So he would get there probably like 5 a.m. and his call time might be 10. Cause you gotta put all that shit on. And then he'd leave, He gotta take all that shit off. So, and it wasn't just him, it was him. He was in prosthetics, Nate Robinson in prosthetics, Lisa Leslie, uh, Reggie Miller, Shaq. And Chris Webber, bro. So they had to sit through it. Like, it's Ugh. and then it's hot as fuck. Yes. They got all this shit on. It's hot. A <laughs> couple of them goddamn scenes. It was like 130. Like, it felt like 130 degrees. We were shooting that shit, bro.
1: And they older. They a little bit older folk. They older,
0: bro. And it's like, when you shoot, uh, you know, on a movie shoot, like, if they shooting us talking. So they going to shoot from this way. Mm-hmm. We gotta do this shit like 10 different times. This way, they coming from this angle. They coming from over my shoulder. They coming from over your shoulder. Like, and you you redoing the scene on each shot.
1: Yeah, right? I get that coverage. Yeah. yeah! And
0: you gotta keep talking, talk through the lines again. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, fuck, that's each frame. Every frame, so.
1: Very time consuming. It's a lot of work, but it's worth it.
0: Oh, fucking right. Yeah. I, I can't wait to see the finished product
1: I of, can't of either this morning, man bro. this is this is gonna be a perfectly timed episode and you're throwing out the first pitch yes at Chicago White Sox too. yes man that's gonna be yes
0: dope. I'm throwing out the first pitch May 21st White Sox versus Oreos um at the White Sox Stadium I forgot I know they changed the name of it but yeah
1: you're gonna try to mess up so you can get viral you're gonna try to do something crazy
0: you know what I think I'm gonna try to throw that motherfucker for real, for well, real. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm shitty, so it's going to come out <laughs> crazy. Like, you know But I can't lose in this situation. I mean, cause people said, "Baby, you practice, I ain't practicing shit. If it's a horrible throw, come on.
1: Yeah, who's going to 50 cent them? Just let it, Yeah, shot put people it. People
0: going to roast the fuck out of me. Man, yeah. that'd be perfect.
1: <laughs> well, this has been perfect, dude. I appreciate you sitting down with me. Is, uh before we get out of here, is there anything else you want the world to know? Stay tuned, people.
0: We on a we on a ride. We on the magic carpet, ride right now. So just stay tuned. I got more shit coming, and and I've only just begun. That's
1: that's 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 what I tell them. And the law, all the uh, social media and all that.
0: Everything is Lavar Walker. Uh, Instagram, Lavar Walker. Twitter, Lavar Walker. Facebook, Lavar Walker. Uh. Everything is LeVar Walker. So, check it out. We Let's out here.
1: Bro. LeVar Walker. Yeah,
0: man. Hey, but thank you guys. Hot thank breath. You guys hot breathers.
1: Hot brethren and sister. We'll be back again. This my man. Up, my dog. Take care, man. Already. Hot breath. Oh, let the nostalgia overwhelm you. Thank you for hanging out, hot brethren and sister. If you have not heard... LeVar's original Hot Breath episode. It is number six all the way back in the archives. Remember, you can keep up with our podcast on YouTube, on iTunes, on Spotify, on Stitcher, all the platforms. You can check us out on Instagram at Hot Breath Pod and at Joel Byers Comedy. Just after the interview, LeVar started doing his vlog and going into his podcast, cause he does like these daily posts. You gotta check him out, keep up with him. But what was interesting is just to hear about how his career has changed and just the challenges of overcoming adversity. So I really hope you learned from that. That was probably my biggest takeaway and just hearing the work ethic. Like him being around so many successful people and the number one trait is that work ethic and that belief. And that's something I can completely struggle with. That was something I was actually struggling going into this interview. I was jazzed to interview him, but it's just one of those days where you're just, you got the self doubt creeping in or why not this or why is this? Instead of just focusing on what you have, don't focus on what you don't have. So that's a valuable take I'm going to have from this episode. I will definitely take with me is just focus on what is working, focusing on what you do have as opposed to. Worrying about the unknown and the uncontrollable. So I challenge you out there, not just comedians listening, but comedy fans, however you found this, wherever you're listening, I challenge you to do that this week. Try to focus on what is working and not getting in your head about why is this person getting that? You know, eyes on your own paper. Really just focus on what you have going on and what is helping make that happen as opposed to things holding you back. So... That was just a big takeaway from a comedy vet. Been doing it 15 years. Finally, you know, he's had big moments in his career. Now it seems like he's catching a new stride. So it's coming from him. It means a lot. And you listening really does mean a lot as well. So I do appreciate you taking the valuable time to listen. And uh, that's it, kids. You know, we do this every Monday at 8 a.m. I host a show, comedy show, if you want to see my stand-up, every Wednesday at Java Monkey in Decatur, Georgia. 8 p.m. show, it's free. I've been doing it almost seven years. I'd love to see you there. And of course, as I'm recording this intro and as we record this podcast, I teach a weekly comedy class at Highwire Comedy Company. Every Sunday, if you want to sign up for the next round that kicks off in June, go to highwirecomedy.com or joelbyerscomedy.com. I have a website on there that has a link to my schedule, to my rates for other services. You know, I not only do stand-up, but I host events, I do writing, coaching, there's, I, but, what what you need, I got you, I, I don't know why I went into that voice there, but anyway, we're winding down this outro, so of course I need to thank my engineer, Amon Garner, for keeping all my episodes on track, this dude uh, has his own podcast network now, working with a bunch of different podcasts, if you want to be a part of the crew, hit him up on Facebook, at Amon Garner, and of course I must thank my lovely wife, Erin Byers, for making the theme song for this pod. I couldn't do it without you, dear. And I couldn't do our other podcasts. We have a podcast called Byers Life that really gives a fun, uh, fun new look on my world with my wife and dog, like Lavar mentioned. So it's really a fun new, more of like a lifestyle podcast as opposed to um, this is like comedy nerd out. So that's it. I love you so much. I'm Joel Byers. And until next Monday, right here on Hot Breath. <sighs>